You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's Let's start start with with Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For over 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death, and so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Do you ever feel like a hamster on one of those hamster wheels? You keep running, 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 but what are we accomplishing? Doesn't it seem like there's a lot of doing and tough times? But where is all this pleasure? Where is all this joy? Yes, I know we have some of that, but our day-to-day lives can feel like they're filled with pressure. And next thing you know, the day's over and it starts again. Sometimes it takes taking a breath and recharging our batteries somehow. I'm in the same boat. Life isn't always easy. And I thought today we can do some story time. Just some time, get yourself a cup of tea, or if you're out for a walk, just listen. Listen to some real people with their stories and see if it makes a difference with you. If it can give you just that little bit of a recharge to let you know that there's a bigger picture going on here. I'm going to start out with a story by a woman who uploaded this to our friends at IANS.org, which is the International Association for Near-Death Studies. And this is titled, Suicidally Depressed Young Woman Has Near-Death Experience During Minor Surgery. This happened in 1992 when I was 40 and living in California. I was in a clinical depression, just one of many I experienced every year. So far, antidepressants hadn't helped, and I had tried them all. I tried eating better and exercising more. I read inspiring books on how to reclaim my life. Every year, I had a new theory of why this kept happening. I had a wonderful husband, and my kids were my world. So what did I have to be depressed about? I didn't know yet about the symptoms of depression, chemical imbalances of the brain, or bipolar disorder— so I blamed myself for it all. I was so mentally exhausted and couldn't imagine a future with more of the same. I was thinking about suicide all the time. At the same time, my doctor was watching a swollen lymph node in my neck. 
Finally, after a CT scan, he called me to schedule a biopsy as he feared it could be a cancerous tumor. Ha! I couldn't believe my good fortune. I thought God was answering my prayers by letting me die with dignity instead of the suicide I was thinking of. So I went into surgery. After surgery, I heard the doctor say, Wake up now. Everything went fine. The tumor was benign. She's not waking up, said the nurse, who kept tapping on my face. The anesthesiologist replied, I told you to leave her alone. She's paralyzed and won't be waking up anytime soon. We'll all be here for a long haul today. Get her down to ICU, stat. I listened to this conversation in an unconscious state and found it very interesting. I tried to move my arms and my legs, but I couldn't. By darn, he's right, I thought to myself. I am paralyzed. I wasn't at all alarmed, but instead became wrapped in a cocoon of complete well-being and peace. I heard thoughts, but not mine, spoken in my mind somehow. You're going to be okay. It's just a matter of time. We'll keep you safe in here until you wake up. Then I entered a blacker beyond black pyramid-like tunnel, much like an iron lung. The blackness brought me even more comfort. It seemed small, but also large at the same time. Hours later, I started to awaken. Gone was the peace I felt, replaced by confusion and helplessness. Loud alarms were sounding and people were moving all around me. It seemed like the whole room was filling with chaos and I didn't want to be any part of it. I've since read noise is amplified after exiting a peaceful place during a near-death experience. I wanted to go back to my comforting cocoon. My arms were tied down and an x-ray was being taken to make sure my breathing tube was in place. I couldn't breathe. I fought with all of my will to free my hands, cry out for help, and gulp in air, but I couldn't. I was a deer frozen in the headlights of a blinding light that would not let it escape its imminent danger. I have never wanted to live in my life so much. The need to breathe seized me and created a frenzy of wild panic. Get her husband, quick, a nurse yelled. Suddenly, his face was above me saying, Denise, you had a reaction to the anesthesia and it paralyzed your body. It doesn't feel like you can breathe, but the machines are doing it for you. Try not to fight it. You're going to be okay. Then I was cradled in an all-encompassing love and peace. It permeated every pore and cell of my body. The love was the most exquisite emotion I have ever felt. I just rolled and basked in it. There aren't words to express the complete well-being I felt. The stark opposite of emotions from just a moment ago. Gone was the excruciating need to draw the next breath. I wasn't aware of having a body, only consciousness. I didn't question where this was coming from. I only knew I was having a heavenly experience. I never saw anyone, but I could feel at least two presences. I still had thoughts of my own and ones that weren't mine, but were spoken into my brain somehow. There was a distinct difference between these thoughts. Then I was filled with a saturated gratefulness for the love of my husband, Ken, and his care of me. Surprisingly, those emotions encompassed the family I grew up with, but never felt very close to. 
I loved and belonged to them and felt lucky to have been part of their lives. I relished memories and knew that that was the family experience I was supposed to have for my youth. I felt a connection with every human being in the universe, as if a fine silver thread was sewing us all together. An image of that appeared above me. I couldn't see how that many people could fit all around me, but they did and surrounded me in oneness. I felt how fragile we all are, how much our actions affect one another, and how important it was to try to be our best. Being on earth and having the experience of life was meant for me, and I belonged, truly belonged here. You are part of everyone and belong here on earth. All of your lives are difficult and full of trials. You are struggling. It's important to live your life well so you don't create any hardships for others that will make their uphill climb any harder. You can never know what someone else has been through. Do not judge too quickly how easy you think other people's lives are. These words were spoken in my mind and with a gentle rebuke to slow down my self-centered thinking. Meanings of some of my difficult challenges were revealed to me and how they were helping me to live my life well and grow and learn. And I did. I wanted with all of my heart to live and do well. Though I can no longer remember all they told me, I feel the revelations are placed somewhere in my soul helping me. The love, peace, and contentment just continued to glow. I wanted to feel this way forever and stay with them, but I knew I had been told and shown all there was for me to see and hear. Still, I tried as hard as I could to follow them in my mind wherever they were going. They didn't say anything, just gradually faded away. Their last thought to me was, you are a spirit having a human experience. Once again, I was aware of my discomfort in my body. Ken was wiping tears from my face and trying to console me. I couldn't tell him the tears were from having the most sacred experience of my life that I wanted to last forever. I couldn't believe something this wondrous had happened to me. Later, I asked Ken if I had drifted off during the first time he was trying to encourage me to when he was trying to comfort me, to any account for time gaps in between. He said no and wondered how long did this encounter last. I don't know, but it felt like at least 30 minutes. But it must have been like a blink of an eye. That blink gave me more insights about the meaning of my life. I am more compassionate now and less prone to believe that I have the hardest challenges in life. I lost some of my fear around people, but still struggle to heal that part of my life. I used to have a paralyzing anxiety around the fear of death. I am no longer afraid. I now believe our individual struggles are ours alone, but we don't always have to struggle alone. Regardless of our different challenges, we are one family of humanity, and each life is important. My life didn't sail along in calm waters because I had that experience. Now being diagnosed with bipolar has been the biggest challenge of my lifetime. 
But now I have this experience I view as an intervention whenever I need it and whenever I need a message of hope. Mental health is something to be taken very seriously. And when I did all the research on grief many years ago, I hadn't realized that we lose so many of these healthy neurotransmitters that run our beings. Things like dopamine and serotonin, and they're responsible for us feeling good. And I don't know much about bipolar and some other things, but if you feel unstable in any way, it's always good to talk to someone. We humans think that we can handle anything. And just a reminder, at the bottom of the page at my website, wedontdie.com, you can join my mailing list and you'll get a free copy of my book. Chapter 10 is How to Survive Grief, and it goes into much greater detail about the chemistry changes within us when we grieve. This episode is about stories that let you know you're not alone, whether it's family members, guides, or just beings in that unseen world letting you know that you are loved. So let's go to the break and we will hear some stories, some signs, and more. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminess for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminess today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminess. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and this episode is to get us out of our own heads and help us remember that there is love all around us. And this story is by Donna. Okay, one, two, three, let them go, I shouted. Sue's three young children, Stephanie, Kristen, and Billy, released the purple balloons covered with messages of love. It was a cold March afternoon. A misty rain fell as we stood in Sue's driveway to mark the second anniversary of her passing. My twin sister Sue, just 41 years old, had died suddenly, leaving her children and her husband, Bill. Just yesterday, while chatting with my friend, I mentioned Sue's upcoming anniversary. Mary, who knew firsthand the heartache of loss after the passing of her 10-year-old son, John, offered me an idea. For John's birthday, we write messages to him on balloons, and then we release them. I headed for the store and bought three purple balloons, since purple was Sue's favorite color. Now here I stood, watching the balloons leave the little hands that held them so tightly. Privately, before liftoff, I read many of the messages. I miss you, Mommy. To my loving wife, all my love. We love you, Aunt Susie. And the one I added, using her nickname, I miss you, Twin Pop. Filled with anticipation, we watched as the balloons were released. Immediately, they drifted down onto the driveway. It was too cold. Realizing my mistake, I thought I should have waited for a nicer day and prayed, please God, help me. Suddenly, the wind kicked up. I held my breath as the balloons slowly lifted. Two floated up past the trees to the sky, but the third wedged itself between two branches. "Uh Uh-oh, Sue's youngest, Billy, exclaimed. It's going to pop. 
Sue's husband, Bill, and I looked at each other. Oh, boy, he whispered. Again, I prayed, please, God, don't let them pop. The kids began to cheer for the one lone balloon. Slowly, it began to creep out of its trap, bobbing along the prickly branches until it made its way to freedom. Go, 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 the kids shouted. We let out a collective sigh as we watched the balloon finally edge its way around the trees, miraculously not popping. It then took off to catch up with the other two balloons and sailed out of sight. Thank you, I offered silently. I looked around at all the smiles and I knew somewhere in heaven, Sue was smiling too. A week later, my youngest, Caroline, was upstairs. She looked out her bedroom window and then called to me. Mommy, there is a purple balloon out back. Is it the one we sent Aunt Susie? I glanced out the kitchen window and spotted a purple balloon bouncing on the grass. I walked out the back door to take a closer look. As I approached, the balloon took off through my neighbor's yard with me in my pajamas chasing after it. Finally, I grabbed the purple balloon. It looked identical to the ones we sent, minus the messages. Hmm, I thought. What a coincidence. I brought the balloon into our house. Caroline asked, Mommy, did Aunt Susie send you that balloon? I wouldn't doubt it, Caroline, I answered with a smile. That same spring, my mom became very sick. After a series of many strokes, she was weak and confused and could no longer live alone. She soon developed dementia. I prayed daily as I placed mom's name on several nursing home waiting lists. I knew they would care for her in a way that I could not physically do. Months passed and my mom continued to decline. It had been a frustrating afternoon of phone calls to nursing homes, agencies, and family. After one particular phone call ended with an abrupt no, tears filled my eyes. I was exhausted. Between dealing with the loss of my twin sister and now the concern I felt for my mom, I was overwhelmed emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Wiping away my tears, I grabbed my coat and called to my kids, I am going for a walk. It had started to snow. As I walked, the snowflakes mingled with my tears. I talked to my sister and I prayed to God. Please, God, help me. Sue, what am I going to do? I thought about the past two years and wondered how much more I could handle. Where would I get the strength to continue? As I turned the corner, I noticed the snow and wind beginning to pick up, but it was not all that I noticed. On my neighbor's front lawn, one purple balloon gently bobbed up and down in the snow. I couldn't believe it. My heart lifted. The purple balloon again. I knew the days ahead would be tough, but I was encouraged knowing I was not handling this alone. On Christmas morning, my mom had a seizure and was admitted to the hospital. Ten days later, she was stabilized and scheduled for discharge. She was now blind in one eye and could no longer feed herself or walk. In addition, she was confused most of the time. Mom needed round-the-clock care. The hospital found a temporary placement for her 15 miles away. 
After she was admitted, I gradually realized it was a terrible nursing home. Once I found her asleep with her face lying in a full plate of food, she often looked disheveled, unclean, and isolated. At first, I thought, maybe they are just understaffed today, or perhaps the staff is still getting her into a routine. But soon it became clear that I had to get her out of that place. I was filled with guilt. I could not physically care for her myself. At this point, I couldn't even lift her. Again, I begged God, please find her another place. Sue, watch over her. Then I began my search for a new nursing home. On my birthday, I drove over to see my mom. I thought back to happier days and all the celebrations with mom that Sue and I had shared on this special day. Turning into the parking lot, my joyful birthday memories were soon clouded with concern for mom. Saddened, I entered her room. There, underneath her shabby metal frame bed, was a single purple balloon. I was stunned. Mom, where did you get that purple balloon? I asked in astonishment. I don't know, she answered. Someone gave it to me this morning. I smiled. A few weeks later at work, my boss asked, How are things with your mom? Not good, I responded. She is still on waiting lists for a better nursing home. My grandmother lived at Pembroke for years. It was great, a co-worker chimed in. I had never heard of Pembroke, but I made a call. Miraculously, a room was available. My mom was being transferred by ambulance. I planned to be there when she arrived. Driving up the pike, I was so nervous. Is this a nice place, God? I kept watch for the new nursing home, but it was very easy to spot. Tied to the post just across from the Pembroke sign was one lone purple balloon. Oh, that story just gave me goosebumps. I'd like to read you another one. This one is by Wendy. She says, I lost both of my parents in a tragic car accident when I was five. Fortunately, at that age, a child doesn't comprehend the finality of such an event. Many years later, at the age of 23, I was planning my wedding to Shelley. His name was actually Sheldon, a wonderful 28-year-old who came from a complete loving family the type I envied. Shelley and I had purchased our first home with a spacious, beautifully landscaped patio and yard, perfect for an outdoor celebration. As the date grew closer, we took ownership of the home. We began to clean, arrange, trim, and discard inside and out. However, neither of us had any expertise in landscaping. We only knew how to cut grass So we learned pruning, trimming, and plant care. The day before our wedding, we were putting the final touches on the yard. Flowers had been planted, the grass cut, and the hedges trimmed. We were so pleased with the neatness of it all. But one plant perplexed us. A rose bush located just outside our front door, obviously carefully chosen for such a place of prominence, was completely barren of leaves or buds. It looked like it might be dead, but since neither of us could be sure, we reluctantly decided to keep it for the time being. 
That same evening after the traditional rehearsal and subsequent dinner, I was too excited to sleep. Instead, I needed some quiet time to reflect on the next day. I got up and retreated to the backyard and sat in the warm, clear, star-filled night. It was there I realized the only thing missing from my wedding would be my parents. There had been no time to think of this up until now, and the thought filled me with sadness. After all, every girl dreams of having her father walk her down the aisle and her mother there to comfort her nerves. Overcome with emotion and alone in the yard, I began speaking to my mom and dad, just as if I knew they were listening. I asked them for a sign, something I had never asked from them before, but now felt compelled to do so. Please give me a sign on my wedding day to let me know you're with me. The next day, Shelley's excited voice repeatedly called my name. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. I rushed to join him at the front door. I can't believe what I'm about to show you, he said. He stood aside. The barren rosebush had two huge roses in full bloom. There is no doubt in my mind we were witnessing a miracle, a miracle of love. Have you ever witnessed a miracle? I'd love to hear and let me know if I can share with other listeners. You can email me, sandrachamplain at gmail.com. My dad always said, anticipate miracles. Let's do it. Let's go to the break and we'll hear some more stories. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much, much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing in national parks. To visit or subscribe, just go to YouTube and type in Coast to Coast AM Official, or you can simply go to the coasttocoastam.com website and click on the YouTube icon at the top. It's the official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. You're going to love this. Just get on over to coasttocoastam.com and start your free listening now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And now back to Sandra Champlain and Shades of the Afterlife. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're doing some feel-good stories to help us all remember that love is all around us. Certainly, our loved ones are busy in the afterlife. They are. They've got work to do. It's pleasurable. They're helping others. They're enjoying themselves. But there's a word I love called bilocate. They can be doing their thing, and they can be here with us. They're just a thought away. Our next story is from Sally, and she calls it Buckets of Pennies. Betty, how can I go on? I said, pleading for an easy answer. Sally, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other every day. It is not a destination, but a journey, she counseled me. My mind drifted back to that ugly day when this journey had begun. Paul, my husband of 46 years, had died suddenly at the age of 69. I was set adrift in a sea of grief. My days were filled with sadness and crying. I longed for his touch, his laugh, and his presence. My children had grown up and had families of their own. They were scattered in far-off cities. I also missed the way we ran our household as a couple. Paul took care of all the outside and all of the maintenance while I was inside the home taking care of it. I missed this stability in my life. Broken sprinklers, dying dishwashers, 
Big purchases such as garage doors and home repairs were so foreign to me. I was swimming as fast as I could to cope with not only my loss, but also my new duties as head of the house. Everything was upside down in my world, and my spiritual side was shaken too. How could a just and loving God take my sweet husband from me? We had known each other since high school. He was my rock. We were supposed to be together into old age and beyond. I wanted him back and longed for him every single day. In desperation, I turned to an 80-year-old friend and spiritually wise woman named Betty. I asked her if I could drop by for some tea and sympathy and words of wisdom. She had lost her grown daughter years before, so she understood my grief. I was begging for some reassurance that Paul was still around me, just outside my realm and reach. Betty's words brought me back from my reverie. Sally, are you listening to me? Oh, I'm sorry, Betty. I was just remembering. I know it's a journey. Even though I know it isn't possible to get Paul back, I want to know that he is with me. I want some signs that he hears me, loves me, and watches over me from the other side. I said, tears starting to flow. I know, sweetie, she said, giving me a hug. This is what I want you to do. Every time you go out, ask Paul for a sign he is with you, and I'm sure he will give you an answer. I followed Betty's advice, and the strangest thing happened. I started to find pennies everywhere I went. There were pennies in the apple bin at my health food store, pennies under the clothes rack at the boutique, pennies where I walked the dog, pennies in the garden, pennies, pennies, pennies. I doubted they were from Paul. I mean, come on, really, everyone finds pennies. I called Betty. Betty, I keep finding pennies all over the place. It's so simple, but could it be a sign from Paul? Of course, Betty replied. I find pennies from my daughter all the time. They are pennies from heaven letting you know your loved one is with you. I continued to doubt, but I guess Paul wanted to be sure I understood the message. You see, I am a cynic sometimes, so he delivered the message aloud and clear. That following week, I stopped at my local pharmacy. I was in a hurry to get home because I was expecting a package delivery. I stepped from my car and I looked down to make sure that in my haste, I had parked between the lines. When I returned to my car, no more than five minutes later, it looked like someone had emptied a piggy bank in front of my door. I stared in awe at the pile of pennies. I opened my car door and crumpled onto the seat, sobbing. How could I have ever doubted that Paul wasn't nearby? I gathered all the pennies and went home to call Betty. Betty, it's true. Paul is with me. I just found a bucket of pennies in front of my car. I sputtered out excitedly. I know, Sally, she said. Isn't it grand? The pennies keep coming, and I talk to Paul every day. Thanks, honey. I know you're there as my special angel. I love you forever.
I have an earthenware jar that I put my pennies from heaven in. Someday soon, I will buy a tree to plant in Paul's garden to honor our love. And at the base will be a plaque in his memory. At the rate I'm going finding pennies, it won't be long now. This next story is from Tammy. Our 13-year-old son, Nick, who had been battling cancer for several years, had a seizure on Thanksgiving Day of 2008. I feared that I would never hear his voice again as I sat on the floor next to him, holding his hand. At the very same time, our neighbor Sandra's elderly mother, Myrna, was nearly two hours away under the care of hospice. Sandra and her husband were spending Thanksgiving with her and did not know how sick Nick had become. They had not discussed his condition with Myrna, Sandra's mom, in over six months because Nick's illness upset her deeply. She had once lived in our town and had watched Nick grow from a cute little baby into a handsome, sweet young teenager. Hospice workers had given Sandra a book to read that instructed family members to listen to every word their dying relative spoke, because many times they were sharing deep and meaningful messages. The book shared how it was not unusual for dying loved ones to have supernatural experiences in their last months, as they visited with those who had gone home before them in audible conversations. In many ways, what they recounted was often a last gift for the family. Little did Sandra know that Myrna was leaving a last gift for our family, too. As Tim and I were facing terrifying moments within our home, Sandra was sitting at her mom's bedside over 100 miles away, listening closely in case her mom said anything significant. Myrna would often speak of seeing her husband, and this always made Sandra smile. However, on the evening Nick had had his seizure, Sandra, who had no idea what was happening at our house, was not expecting to hear any words from her mom as she had become much, much worse. Imagine Sandra's surprise when her mom reached out after days of silence and grabbed her arm. Myrna looked straight into Sandra's eyes and said, Tell Tammy not to be scared. I've got Nick. Nick passed away 48 hours later. Sandra shared this story with me for the first time two months later as we stood in the church sanctuary at her mom's visitation. She had been afraid to tell me the story when it happened because she did not want to upset me. Hearing these words brought me incredible peace and even a sense of joy as I reflected on the fear I had felt during those last days of Nick's life. I suddenly realized that while Nick seemed to be alone in his sleep. He was not. Myrna, and I am sure many others, were right there with him. They were taking him home, cheering him on. I do not know what I would do today if it were not for all those supernatural words from Myrna. I was allowed a message of hope and peace, even as she was dying. Unaware of our situation, her words reaffirmed the closeness of heaven and continued to give me strength to face my past as well as my future. Here's one more short one. 
one day at church as I sat in the pew listening to the pastor became increasingly difficult. I continued to push back scenes from that horrible day. It had only been a few weeks since the accident, and honestly, I was exhausted. I tried to focus, but flashes from that day kept pressing in when Max, my husband of just two years, was killed in a car accident. I didn't understand why it happened, but thought God must be in control. I continued to listen as I held my 10-month-old sleeping daughter, Brianna, and prayed for peace from the terrible memories. As I sat praying, those memories were replaced by a nudging to open my Bible to the 16th chapter of the book of Luke. I wasn't sure what I would find new in the book of Luke, as I had read it many times. Nevertheless, I decided there must be something that God wanted me to see. So I flipped through the pages to the book of Luke. I cried and I laughed when in the right margin beside Luke 16, in my husband's handwriting were the words, I love you, Lisa. Max. I'd like to leave you with this quote to think about during the break. This is written by Norman Vincent Peale, the great writer and clergyman. He says, The late Mrs. Thomas A. Edison told me that when her husband was dying, he whispered to his physician, It is very beautiful over there. Edison was a scientist with a factual cast of mind. He never reported anything as fact until he saw it work. He would have never reported, it is very beautiful over there, unless, having seen, he knew it to be true. The hereafter is closer than you think, and so are your loved ones. Let's take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. Don't forget to check out my show, Strange Things, each week as I bring you the world of the truly amazing and bizarre right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And now more Sandra on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. I remember a book title called Do Dead People Watch Me in the Shower? When we talk about our loved ones keeping an eye on us and being around, you have to wonder, are they always watching? Well, fear not. They have their lives and they respect our privacy. Every Friday, transmedium Scott Milligan is with us for a demonstration, and we can ask questions of his spirit friend who speaks through him. This very question was just asked, and I think you'll enjoy the answer. I understand our loved ones who have transitioned are with us and can hear our thoughts, but there are some very personal thoughts I wish to keep private. Is there a way to maintain privacy from those around me? Well, may I say this to you? If you are to walk into a crowded room where everyone is talking with each other, there are some conversations that will draw you to your attention and others will fade into the background. Therefore, my friend, when we come close to you, we will listen to the thoughts that are appropriate. We have no consideration or no desire to listen to anything that is personal to oneself. That is the natural law. We do not see what your physical body may be doing at the time because, my friend, 
if you allow me to extend upon this, our world walks within your world. We just choose not to tune in at that moment. If one has no garment on, we will not pay any attention. But remember, my friends, and we have lived a life, and we have lived even further now. If I was to say this to you, you are listening to my thoughts that are being transmitted through the one we love. You only hear what we wish you to hear. Even though there is more in the conversations that we have with others of my peer that surround the link to maintain it, understand this, my friends. We only wish to listen if there is a need for us to listen. Of course, my friend, you know, I am very fond and close to the link but I choose to ignore him when he uses the profanities. It is something of his nature which I wish he would grow out of, but I must respect. It is of his life, his decisions, and if you think the profanities are painful for ears, what he thinks is even more disturbing. But, my friends, as I've said, I choose to change my vibration along with many who surround each of you. Remember, my friends, if it is to keep a secret from a parent who has come to our side of life, the parent who only listen to what it needs to listen to, because, my friend, the vibration will change and they cannot tune in so easily. Sometimes in private moments, if we know it will serve a purpose in a future days, for instance, if one is in the confinements of their room and they think of our world and question the validity and say, well, if you exist, what am I doing now? And then you go and sit with a sensitive. The media arm may say, the other day you were sitting quietly. You asked a question and this is the answer, which will help convince you that our world is reality. But as I said, in your world, you act how you wish to act, you think how you wish to think. We respect that. Do not think you have to guard your thoughts and be holy. Just be you. There are times, you know, if you allow me to extend, at the time of birth, our worlds surround all of you to assist in the ceremony and welcoming the soul into the physical world, even though that certain language is not appropriate and certain thoughts are even more not so appropriate. We are there for the ceremony, and we do not judge, as we have no right to. I have often said through the one we love, guard your thoughts well, as you do not know who is listening. But I mean tongue and cheek with that, because I wish you, 
to walk the spiritual path, but think the spiritual way, as your thoughts have power. You think it, it becomes a reality, as your thoughts are energy. Energy must either grow or it must disband. So, my friend, I say this to you, do not concern yourselves. Think in a spiritual manner, but also think in a physical manner, as you must live in a physical world. But we will not judge and we will not pry. If you allow me to say one more thing to you, this young man sits on the prithy and he talks to our world. I choose not to engage. What one does in the prithy is to understand it is a time of release and I will play no part in a conversation when someone is doing that act. I will only address when it is appropriate. Young Daniel has just asked me to speak in a modern way. Privy is a laboratory. Sandra, my friend, is that pleasing for you? Yes, it is. Thank you, Eric, very much. Just it is pleasing for our dear friend who should not concern themselves. We will not listen as it is not for our ears, nor is it for our eyes. Oh, I just want to say our conversations on Fridays, two o'clock New York time, most Fridays are just extraordinary with Scott. You can leave a donation or you could come for free. We're together about 90 minutes in total. But we first start off with Scott leading us into a gentle healing meditation. And then he keeps his eyes closed. And after a while, a beautiful voice of Mr. Eric comes out of Scott, and we can ask any question about life, death, or the afterlife. We have been doing this almost three years now. We have, oh, well over 100 hours of these conversations. You're welcome to listen to any and all of them. Our home base, as you know, is wedontdie.com. If you go to the store page and scroll to the very bottom, they're called In the Arms of Eternity. So you can use coupon code FREE, or sometimes it says what price do you want to give. So you can leave a donation or just put in zero, and you can enjoy these. They're really good. I have witnessed so many great things, not just great words coming out, but also while Scott's eyes are closed, our friend Mr. Eric very often reads the questions that only I can see in the Q&A box on Zoom. Highly intelligent. Also, sometimes he acts as a medium. So if somebody has a question, he may pause and say, do you know someone who this or that and give messages with evidence from their loved one? It's wonderful to be part of. It's wonderful to witness. It's wonderful to be part of the class. We have classes every Monday, just learning how to quiet your mind and blend with this unseen world that our loved ones live in. We are part of their world. Heaven or the afterlife is not somewhere far out there. That's why I love the term hereafter. It's all right here, just happening after our physical lives. 
They are very real, our loved ones are. We will see them again. And to be living our life now, knowing the reality of the afterlife, is the message I want to get across to everyone. It is not easy to remember any of this. And I don't think as human beings we are meant to. Isn't it true that our greatest learning comes from a struggle, not the good times? Through pain, through suffering, not only do we have the potential to go on our spiritual journey, but when we overcome, we are then able to serve another and help with our words in any way possible. And I think that caring for our fellow human beings is what it's all about being here on Earth. We can add our pets and the planet as well. Not a single one of us is alone. Go back and listen to episode 115 if you have some time. That is the experiential journey that you learn a bit how to quiet your mind. And towards the end is a guided meditation to be together with your loved ones. If you could imagine now the smiling faces smiling at you, so you might as well put a smile on your face. They're here to love you, to support you. They've been here before. They know how difficult it is. Yes, you have your privacy, of course. But your life matters. It truly, truly does. Ask for their help. Ask for signs. You might get an idea that comes out of nowhere where something might sound like your voice, but you know it's not from you. You never know what miracles they can do from their end. As a reminder, at wedontdie.com, you can join our Facebook group and meet over 7,000 great people who speak this language. Also, you can listen to past episodes of this show and my We Don't Die radio show. You can attend a free Sunday gathering with medium demonstrations, or you can take one of our fabulous medium courses and so much more. In closing... My name is Sandra Champlain, and a big time thank you for giving me your time. Really, thank you for listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. 
That's betterhelp.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.